9-11. Those two numbers say more than most people have ever wanted to hear. The horror of the deadliest terror attack in world history still haunts our collective memory. But did you know that not everyone who died on 9-11 lost their lives? Now, I know that's a statement that bears explaining. And please rest assured, I'm not going to sit here and speculate about the eternal outcome of anyone. But hang in there with me for a few minutes, and I will tell you about some unsung heroes whose names you may never have heard, but they're names that some people will never forget. Oh, they died, but they didn't lose their lives. Before I explain, let me begin by welcoming you to Mornings with Bishop Robert. Thanks for joining me on this day of remembrance. I'm asking you to share this message of heroism and hope with everyone you know. During the attacks of September 11th, there were 2,544 innocent civilians killed by the four coordinated acts of terrorism. Office workers, Port Authority employees, janitors, and security officers, altogether 128 different companies and organizations reported fatalities. Citizens from 115 different nations were killed in the attack. Today's verse says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Today, many people will be brokenhearted as we recall the horrific events of 9-11. Among them will be the mother of a 24-year-old equities trader, Wells Crowther, who was working on the 104th floor when the plane hit the South Tower. The man who had been a volunteer firefighter in his teens tied a red bandana around his face as a makeshift mask and became a hero. He helped the injured, carrying one woman down 15 flights of stairs and passing her off to a policeman. He then returned upstairs and directed survivors in the sky lobby to the stairway in a commanding voice and, and ordered, Everyone who can stand, stand now! Go down the stairs, and if you can help others, do so! Untold numbers of strangers are alive today because of the man in the red bandana. Before he began, Crowther called his mother and calmly left a voicemail telling her, Mom, this is Wells. I want you to know that I'm okay. Crowther's body was recovered alongside firefighters in a stairwell where he'd been heading back up the tower with the Jaws of Life rescue tool. Hear me clearly when I tell you that Wells Crowther did not lose his life. He gave it. And the difference is profound. Retired Army Colonel Rick Rescorla was working as the head of corporate security for Morgan Stanley. When the plane hit the first tower, the New York Port Authority ordered Rescola to keep his employees at their desks. <laughs> now, I can't repeat his reply in this forum verbatim, <laughs> but let's just say that uh, 
The strong vocabulary he developed as a soldier was put to extensive and, and targeted use. He'd been well aware of the World Trade Center's security weaknesses on account of his extensive military skills, and he had insisted that Morgan Stanley employees practice emergency drills for years. And as a result, over 2,700 employees and visitors were outside the building when the second plane hit their tower. Colonel Rescorla called his wife as he headed back into the building. Stop crying, he told her. I have to get these people out safely. If something should happen to me, I want you to know I've never been happier. You made my life. He was last seen on the 10th floor of the South Tower as he headed up the stairs. His body was never found. But make no mistake, Colonel Rescorla didn't lose his life either. To all the wives, children, and parents of those who gave their lives, remember that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. And he saves those who are crushed in spirit. Remember also that there's no greater love than to lay down one's life for their friends. I wish, I wish I had time to tell you all about Major Heather Penny and Colonel Mark Sassville, who jumped into their F-16s to intercept the hijacked aircraft that was heading towards Washington. With a Boeing 757 speeding towards the nation's capital, there was no time for, for pre-flight checklists. <laughs> In fact, there was no time to arm the aircraft. They scrambled to intercept United 93 on a kamikaze mission, intending to ram their F-16s into the cockpit of the hijacked plane. Though the passengers on United 93 ultimately made their suicide mission unnecessary by forcing the plane into a Pennsylvania field 20 minutes from its intended target. In a very real sense, these pilots gave their lives as well. I, I don't have the time to tell you about the two recently discharged U.S. Marines who, who donned their uniforms and immediately joined the search for survivors in the rubble. Or, or the flight attendants who called in descriptive and identifying information from the air phones of their aircraft. All in all, 433 first responders, firefighters, police officers, EMTs, and others gave their lives. And thousands were saved. In New York City today stand two one-acre pools recessed into the ground precisely where the North and the South Towers once stood. Entitled reflecting absence. They're intended to symbolize the missing, both the people and the buildings. Every name of every person who died is inscribed around the walls of those two pools. Their names are not lost. Today, as we remember those who gave their lives, 
as well as those who lost them. Let's remember that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. He understands their pain because he too gave his life so others could live.